All right, hey everybody, this is Jordan with the uh, Crohn's Veteran Podcast. You know, uh, they, thank you for joining us. I'm, I'm with my amazing co-hosts, CJ Cabrera and Renika Wood. Hi, you guys. Hello. Hello. Today, we are very grateful and honored to have a very special guest, uh, Victoria Tomlinson. How are you doing, ma'am? Uh, uh, thank you, Jordan. I'm, you know, I'm just so happy to be here. You know, I'm just really blessed to meet you guys. Let me grow all of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's you know, we're definitely very happy to you know to have you. To, you know, for people that uh, don't know, you know, Victoria is a very big fan of our of our show and what and a Crohn's veteran, and so you know we're very grateful, you know, just to you know for you know for your support and you know love, you know, you know for you know for what we're trying to do. I, yeah, I, I, you know, I share it. I, you know, the, making awareness. I mean, just the love that you guys are putting out there, the compassion. And, you know, look at how much it's grown already. So I'm really proud of you guys. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. It means a lot. Yeah. So, you know, so first up, you know, so, um, you know, so you've, you know, unfortunately, or, you know, um, you know, have had, you know, been living with Crohn's for, for, you know, for a little while now. And so, you know, please, you know, tell the people out there, you know, um, your journey a little bit. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, I'm 68. Uh, my journey started basically when I was about 12, 13 years old. Um, I actually had a really bad case of hemorrhoids and I didn't tell my mom and my, you know, I didn't tell anybody. And it got to the point where as soon as the doctor saw me, he said I had to have surgery. Mm. So I had, I, he wanted to take me right in then, but I was to be in a wedding. And so we waited two weeks. I went in the hospital had the surgery and I basically did not recover uh, for three years. I, they tried every treatment, every diet, you know, every pill, every, there wasn't, there was a Zulfidine back then. There wasn't a lot of drugs mm. to choose from. Um, what, is it, uh, what does that do? Or what, or what was that drug kind of designed for? It's a, it's a sulfa drug. It does not, it doesn't, do like the bio, biologics or the uh, immunosuppressants do, and I'm not sure exactly. Okay. Um, I'm prepared for that question. Sorry. That's okay. It's okay. Um, I was just curious. Go ahead. Yeah, I think it does uh, reduce inflammation, though. Yeah. I, I know that's that's one part of it. Okay. Um, and so, uh, but not actually, no, none, none of the drugs all these years have never worked for me. Mm. Um. So that's yeah, that's been pretty pretty lousy but um and I've taken all the way up to Remicade and then I said then I stopped but anyway let me go back um so for the three years I was just like you know I lost a ton of weight I went from about 135 down to 100 pounds mm. and uh you know I was only you know 13 I was five foot eight Thank goodness I had grown to five foot eight because I stopped growing at that point. Mm. Well, I'm also five foot eight. <laughs> yeah, my dad was. Well, my dad was the same height, so you know. Um, anyway, uh, it's a good height. I'm actually now five foot six because I have scoliosis also, and I've lost two mm. inches. Anyway, um, but uh, so so you know, they tried every diet, every everything. And then I finally, I mean, I was like dying, you know, finally it got to the point where my whole large intestine was completely diseased, completely gone. 
And so, uh, but I had 105 fever for like four days. I was completely delirious. They were like, well, we can't do the surgery because of her fever. Uh, but if we don't do the surgery, then she's just going to die because my whole body cavity was, you know, just full of, mm. mm-hmm. you, you get the picture, right? Right, right. Yes. And, um, and so, uh, yeah. Um, I have my friends from high school were there praying for me, my my family, they were told that I uh, probably wouldn't even make it through the night, let alone through the surgery. And um, um, yeah, uh, actually, it, something odd happened. Uh, uh, the girl in the bed next to me, I was I happened to be like alone, and I was wasn't delirious for the moment. Mm-hmm. The girl in the bed next to me was like, uh, um, do they think she's going to make it? talking to somebody else and they're like uh no they don't think she's even going to make it through the night Mm. and i'm like wow (laughs) yeah i'm like uh father am i coming home and i just heard within me no you're not finished yet so i'm still not finished (laughs) (laughs) good news (laughs) Um, i'm glad to be here because they also told me at that point that um i wouldn't be able to have children uh because i had um uh, involvement, you know, where things were so messed up that I just wouldn't be able to carry a child and mm-hmm. my cervix was messed up and with the Crohn's disease had done so much damage, you know. Oh, oh I forgot to mention they did an ileostomy at that point, right? Mm. Um, and uh, so, they, you know, they were saying that I couldn't have children. I was like, no, you know what? You're wrong. I'm going to have two children. I'm going to have a boy and then I'm going to have a girl. And it was like, I never thought about it again. And like three years later, I did. I had a boy and then I had a girl three years later and I have two more friends and 10 grandchildren. So, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess I should mention also that uh, when I got diagnosed with Crohn's, um, I also uh, became a Christian like just a couple of months before that. So my two walks have been, you know, coincide, you know, together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, people talk about what helps them get them through. That's, that's what's gotten me through. <laughs> so. oh, yeah. And, uh, well, I don't, well, I don't want to do all the talking here. I'll, I'll have, um, <laughs> for oh. me, I've had through my rough times, I've also, you know, looked at actually, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. At the at the start of it, when I first got diagnosed, I actually turned my back at God. I was like, I was just like, why? Is, what? What did I do to deserve this? Like, I was in so much pain every day. Like, like I broke down. There's one time I was in the shower, and I literally blacked out in the shower, and like I was, I literally shut the shower off, and I was low key crying called my parents, told them, like, to come get me, and I was just on the floor, like, I can't control it, mm-hmm. I could I really couldn't control it, and then when I, I forgot, it was, like, one time when I was, like, really, really bad, and I was just, like, I was, like, God, I was, like, help me, <laughs> help me out, and um, he gave me a sprinkle of hope, he gave me a sprinkle of hope, so he kept putting little pieces there, guiding me to, like, start believing more, and then there was like one time where I wanted to go to a concert and I didn't know how I was going to do this because, you know, 
uh, I was going to eat there and then I was going to be there in the bathrooms. I don't know how they are, if they're dirty or not. Or if I'm going to have an attack in the middle of the concert, I'm going to have to run across the the whole place to get there. And I I literally, I sat on my, I sat on my knees or I kneeled down and I prayed. I was like, God, please let me go to this concert. Let me have fun. Let me eat. Let me do everything I want. And then after the concert, you can do whatever you want with me. I promise. And then like legit, I went to the concert. I had fun. I did everything. I did have one attack. Like I did have to go to the bathroom. But then like when I went there, when I got to the porta potties and, um, they're a little, they're like pretty dirty. So I was just like, I'm going to tough this one out. <laughs> so so I held it. So I was like, nah, I'm good. So I held it. And after that, I, I really didn't have any other attacks until um, I got home. As soon as I got to the house, my stomach's like, bathroom now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I literally got to enjoy that concert. And I was like, that literally started to, you know open up my mind him. towards him yeah he loves us he cares about those things you know i have to say during that three at three years that's how i met him is because i was so desperate i was crying out to the universe like what is going on why am i here you know yeah. what is this life for why why am i in so much pain how you know i mean it was it was horrible. You know, I was in high school. My, my, I was like trying to go to school, which was ridiculous because I was like in and out of the hospital and I had home teaching, you know, when I couldn't and all this. But, you know, I remember driving to school and parking and running to the bathroom, you know, the closest bathroom and just, you know, trying to be this normal girl. And I just... It was horrible. It was horrible. Mm. Yeah, that's so that's, you know, that's where I was at. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And that's where my answer came. Actually, I met these teenagers that were just like shining, you know, they were just like so bright and full of joy. And I was like, oh, I want that, you know, Mm. and uh, and. You know, and they told me, you know, that it was Jesus. And I, you know, I, I met the father and I've been talking to him ever since. And, you know, that's, uh, yeah, that's my story there. But, um, well, my, yeah, yeah, my, my was so horrible, right? Right, right. Yeah, my, yeah, my story is, you know, it's interesting because, you know, my, you know, my, my parents were, were, were very religious or very are, RAM, I guess, you know, pretty, you know, pretty religious people. They both grew up in church. They both kind of, I say, like almost like eight day, eight days a week, that kind of thing. And so, like, um, but me, but my brother and I, we didn't. They, you know, for some reason, I, I, th- I think they cut the, the the religion to themselves type thing, and they just didn't, and then they just didn't share it with us, you know. So it was not, it was just like they could. So it felt like we got kind of all the morals of the right and the right and the wrong and all that kind of stuff, but not, but not, but not, but not the infrastructure around it. And right. So, and so, and so, and so, by the time I kind of found out about what even you know these various religions were and stuff, it was almost like I was looking at it from like an academic theology kind of you oh. know like like uh, like 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 viewpoint. And so, because yeah, because I have a, all these tattoos and stuff, and so I had this you know really strong interest in you know different cultures and mythologies and stuff like that. But as far as any one you know religion or any of that kind of stuff. That's not that's not something that you know that I'm into, but you know, but I have a strong respect and admiration for you know you know for people that have you know found that have found found you know that kind of solution for their own lives and you know because it makes because 
can make people very, very happy and very at peace and stuff like that. And so, you know, to, so to me, it's kind of like, you know, to each their own, I have no, kind of like no judgment type thing and, right. no, and, and like, and like no, <clears throat> excuse me, right. like no, and uh, no opinion. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't go to church or anything like that. I just like, I mean, not that I wouldn't. It's just that I didn't, I wasn't brought up, you know, in religion mm -hmm. at all. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and, and so, and so, and so, and so what got me through actually was just, you know, um, my, you know, you're talking about your kids and stuff, you know, my, you know, my family, you know, and so I just, you know, I was, I'm fortunate, you know, to, to have, you know, uh, just a really cool family that's very, very, very supportive. You know, and so like I can call a lot of people, and you know, and you know, it, it feel it feel and feel loved and supported. You know, That's and, so and, awesome. and so now knowing like that can like literally help me. You know, and so um, and so that's you know, so that's what I, that's kind of what I've leaned on, and so you know, so so the times when I'm really really sick or really really upset, you know, I can you know, I, I've never felt like I'm alone in the world, but you know, but kind of the last couple of years, I decided to you know, finally, I'm going to kind of share my story here in Bo. So, right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Kind, of, you know, kind of come out of my shell a little bit. Renika? Yeah, that, I'm just listening right now. This is good because, Victoria, listen to you speak. You know, you and I have had a lot of interactions in our inboxes together. Like, I think you're you have the most gentlest, sweetest spirit that I really admire mm -hmm. a lot. <laughs> you. So, <laughs> definitely. So, through the, through the course of you being initially diagnosed up until now, You've had a lot of transitions, I can imagine, with coming from the medication you mentioned earlier to now they have all of the Stellaras, the Humeras, the Arepicades, right. and they have the Antibios, right. they have all of those other biologics. You have seen probably a conglomerate amount of different medications since you probably have been diagnosed with Crohn's. Right. What, are you on any type of uh, medication regimen now? Like what's keeping you, like what's keeping your health at bay right now at this moment? Well, um, Okay, so it, I stopped taking the Remicade in like 1990, and okay. um, I, I I don't know. I just don't feel right. I can't want, don't want to say about the immunosuppressants. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think they're kind of on the right track. I don't know. Um, you know, uh, I don't have any inflammation. Right now, I was, I actually, in 2018, they said I had a four-inch uh, space of, uh, a, a portion of inflammation, mm. so active disease. Uh, this was January 2018, and um, they wanted to put me on Stelera. And uh, I didn't go on it because I didn't feel right about it. But uh, the reason I didn't feel right about it is because I'd been having um, bladder infections for okay. like, about a year before that, I was still having them. Uh, they seemed to be, you know, back to back. And I read Ostelera and said, if you have an infection, you better not, you know, it's really a bad news if you're on Stelera. It, it can really go wrong. And so, um, so I didn't take it. So I'm really glad I didn't because I continued having those. In fact, that's what's the problem right now. It evidently my bladder and is involved and I have like fistulas that aren't, they're trying to determine right now if they're active. Mm -hmm. um, I have to have a, this special, I've had two, two MRIs. They have to have, do this, another uh, MRI called the Tesla 3. Um, okay. 
and they actually put you out for this one and uh, they can get, it's only like a 20 minute x-ray uh, okay. uh, imaging, but they can get like precise detail. And, uh, and they're doing some, the blood work and all my insurance won't cover the gold standard for finding out inflammation. And so they're going about it with the blood tests. And um, so we're looking for that. And then I have my surgeon's uh, referral, but they might be sending me to, uh, to California, to Cedar sinai where I was a year ago for my ileostomy, my second ileostomy. I should okay. kind of backtrack and let you guys know what happened. I actually had the ileostomy for 15 years, right? Mm -hmm. They told me it was temporary, but nobody would touch me. Nobody would do, nobody, nobody, everybody that saw me was like, nope, you're good. We don't, we're not touching you and we're not doing nothing there, you know? Right. And so you know, um, 15 years later, I had a kidney stone the size of a, well, I measured on my finger and it was like the size of a penis. It was like, you know, wow. Yeah, it was lodged in my kidney and they didn't want me to pass it all, uh, break it up where I can pass it because that's what they were doing then, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so they took, I was at a, at a, a LA hospital <clears throat> and, um, they were able to send me to UCLA hospital where they could like, uh, do an x-ray and, um, pluck it out whole. I have like a tiny, tiny scar. And, um, so, but while I was there, I said, Hey, hey you know, Castro's, can you check me out and see if you can put me back together? And they did. And they said, you look great. You're, or everything looks wonderful. Sure. So they did, they hooked me back up right then. Wow. Yeah. That wow. was 1984, right? And, um, and I went along pretty much a lot in remission. I mean, I've had, <clears throat> in that 15 years, I had some revisions. Um, you know, I had my stoma revised. I had a section of, you know, disease taken out. Um, I had almost died from pancreatitis. I had um, um, laminectomy, laminectomy back surgery, um, you know, kidney stones again. I had lots of other stuff happen, but mm -hmm. um, the Crohn's, I, when I was pregnant each four times, I was completely healthy, uh, had great, great, great uh, health during, you know, my children's lives when they were little, you know, all that. And stress has been my big, uh, stress is the, the, the one that has brought, brought me down, right? Yeah, me too, me too. So stress, when stress came back in my life, um, so I got hooked back up in 84. So when stress came back in my life uh, a few years later, uh, like five years later, um, my, I, I went, I, I almost died again. <laughs> I got so, so, you know, so ill from it. Um, but I was able to come back on that one without surgery or anything and, um, and without medication. And mainly I've been doing uh, cannabis since I was 28, um, which has, uh, the only reason I'm sitting here right now, it's, it takes my symptoms. Um, I, I would be in bed, somebody would take care of me today until I have my surgery and maybe even after. If I didn't have that, I wouldn't even be getting up. I'm telling you, that's, that's how right, it is. Right, right. And um, so, also, so when I had that, that inflammation in 2018, I, um, last summer when I was, I was like, 
I was coming off of a, a pain medication that I'd been on for since 96, so like mm -hmm. 23 years. No reason to go off of it, just decided to go off of it. Dumb me. But it really affected me adversely. And I moved from Hawaii back over to here. The doctors didn't know me. They didn't know how to, they didn't have any idea what was going on. And between that and having uh, uh, two strictures and a fist and a fistula and, and these other ones that I didn't even know about, right? Um, I lost 75 pounds last year in like three and a half, four months. Wow. And ended up uh, just, you know, half dead. I mean, I, uh, I got to the point where I couldn't, uh, I couldn't walk. I couldn't uh, stand for more than like two minutes, literally timed two minutes. I, I, lifting up my tablet was too heavy. Holding my phone was too heavy. I was so bony and so skinny. It was, uh, it was horrible. And um, the doctors in Oregon, um, <laughs> if I would listen to their advice, I wouldn't be sitting here because they, they, they looked, they saw the stricture, nothing was getting through the intestine, barely dripping mm -hmm. through, told me to go home and eat and come back in three months. Right. Mm -hmm. And so thank goodness I had that connection down in Cedar sinai because when I was in Hawaii, they would send me there because they didn't know what to do with me. Uh, and, um, they sent me down there and uh, within seven days I was having my ileostomy. And, but see, I didn't get well after the ileostomy this time. I've been sick this whole year because of this other problem that nobody has detected. So we're all trying to figure out what's going on now. So, mm. yeah, so I can get better, you know, but I don't have any inflammation right now. So the answer your roundabout answer to your question. Yeah is uh, I'm only doing cannabis. And last year, I believe, I, there's no other explanation besides prayer and cannabis, why that inflammation oh. healed. Because when they x-rayed me in 2019 for the surgery and everything, they said, you don't have any inflammation. Mm -hmm. uh, and I asked them like two or three times. So I was like, you know, but last summer when I was going through all that, I did like really concentrated high doses of THC because uh, that's what I read would, would help heal the inflammation. And, um, I don't, you know. Did that so, in oil? Yeah, I did. I did oil. I, I was doing oil last summer. I was eating. I was, I, I made uh, butter. You know, I made, uh, I was eating it. I was smoking. You know, I was just co continually all day for like, uh, like through three months or so, you know. You know, that's awesome. Like I'm, you know, I was thinking about Crohn's. I, as you were sharing these things about your your pregnancies with no inflammation, beautiful pregnancies, beautiful mom doing the course of your children growing up, and then, bam, he would go another interjection. Um, as you were sharing, I was imagining that Crohn's has no face. Like it can attack any part of your body. Your body. I mean, it doesn't matter if you. Um, got this going on, that going on. And as females, I always tell the guys this, as females, we have different components of our bodies that really interfere with our Crohn's. So when our GI system, then you have the cervix, then you have our bladder that also can also have a fistula that can mm -hmm. have an opening from your bladder. And because we're females, that 
that infection in that other part that, that goes somewhere. So it may right. attack you. They're serving. Then they're going to have to have all these type of rectal vaginal fistula restrictions. Did he go the the ovaries? Is it so much for females? I'm telling you, but nothing about the guys. But I know for us females, we know how our Crohn's attack our bodies significantly different. And it's very, 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 it can be at times a little, um, it can really affect our self-esteem and self-confidence because you're like, dang, today is going to be a good day or a bad day. So mm-hmm. now we have these good days. I try to just, at least for me, manifest more better days so I can keep mm-hmm. on staying in the mindset that I'm in. But I'm just happy you can share about your journey. You are a, honey, you are a warrior. <laughs> you are a warrior, Victoria. I think I'm the grandma here, right? Uh, <laughs> you are a warrior. I thought it was I said, Fat Boy Sim said she is really strong. Can't believe she went through all of that. That's yeah. one our, um, our viewers say that you got about you, Victoria. Yes, on Twitch. You know, I'm kind of like all over the place trying to tell my story. I hope it's not confusing, but. Yeah, we good. We can follow. We can follow. We can jump on the train. We can follow it over here. We can. We with you. We follow with you. We there with you. Yeah. And Shamika Wood said, "Sonia, get some edibles." Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. You know what? The I'm, thing is, I was thinking today is like, you know, I, you know, I can buy the edibles at the dispensary and stuff, but you know, I'm really old school edibles or what I'm about. I mean, like, I'd rather make them myself or some, you know, because yeah, then you really. <laughs> <You're really laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know you're talking about. <laughs> yes. You know, I I'm in a doctor. Um, outside of the the practice, she asked me, not my doctor I have now. She said, "Have you considered smoking marijuana for your inflammation?" I was like, she said, "Ask the question." I was like, "No." I said, because because in my profession, I'm an addiction therapist, mm-hmm. so. We having Crohn's and me using utilizing marijuana to help my chronic illness, and me also work with individuals who have addictions to marijuana. It doesn't say no; it's different because yeah. there's more for the pleasure principle, not for the actual principle of the for the um holistic approach. It makes sense. So I could say, y'all today, I'm gonna go ahead and have me edible before I go to work. I can't do that, so I, I'm kind of like in a a teeter totter imbalance with me right now. Right. You, you know, you could just... What about CBD? CBD right. Because <laughs> CBD doesn't have any psychoactive effects. You know, I think about my CBD experience. I don't know. But CBD, I think that's just... <laughs> 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 but no, no, back it, it up. I think yeah, CBD. Was CBD, like, she was that good. CBD is really good. Oh, yeah. it is. C- CBD is amazing. I want to try CBG oh, also, yes. but CBD... CBG, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It would be like CB, CBG is... You know, yeah, it's supposed to be really helpful for inflammation in particular. And so, disease yeah. and osteophilitis mm-hmm. and uh, destroying cancer cells or preventing mm-hmm. them. Right. Something like that. Yeah. yeah I, you know, I wanted to have the facts with me, and I do. And my, I mean, the, you know, there, there's a book called uh, The uh, Cannabis Pharmacy. Okay. Uh, probably my favorite. And that they explains why or how the interleukin two, the, these different uh, CB1, uh, uh, you know, receptors and all, and it explains mm-hmm. exactly how it reduces the inflammation. That's why, I mean, I wasn't, you know, just going, oh, I just think I'll, I'll just try this and see if it'll work. Right. I'm basing this on fact, you know, going, okay, 
you know, I'm going to, you know, they, they're not, they're doing the testing. I'm going to do the testing, you know, right. uh, so, you know, uh, and so, uh, so my doctor actually is on me right now. He wants me to go on medication, even though I don't have any inflammation, which really, you know, I'm like, why, you know, so <laughs> we still have to have that conversation, but and I'm hoping he'll still be my doctor, but I really don't, I don't really don't want to go on the immunosuppressants, you know. You have a right to make your own decision about your own medical practices. I always say this, no one can tell you how you feel. I, I preach that all the time because when someone says, Victoria, how do you feel? You said, wait, right, right now on a scale of one to 10, I'm a 10. But in reality, we don't, they don't know what a 10 really feel like to them. So I'm always about self-advocacy and being able to have your voice to be heard because you know how you feel and what you are doing to help you along the way to make you feel better. You don't know if we have you in the bed, we have you nauseated, more nauseated, we have you not able to get up and spend time with your grandchildren. You just never know. So I, my, my thing is that do whatever's working best for you. That's how, that's how I look at my motto. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, if it doesn't hurt, if you're not hurting anybody, you're not hurting yourself, you know, more power to you. Tell you, right. the, you know, yeah. type thing, you, yeah. know, you know, there's definitely, you know, a lot worse things you could be doing with your time that, you know, yeah, I mean. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the gastro, I was like, you know, this might, he's a new gastro for me too, you know, and I, I just met him, you know, and um, I actually have done all this without having a, a medical marijuana card, but you know, without, he's like, is there anything I can do for you? He asked me like four times. I'm so, or he was like, uh, I'm so sorry that you, that you're feeling so bad. I was just, he was like super compassionate, really nice guy. And he was like, is there anything I can do for you? And I was explaining, you know, about the cannabis and stuff. He just started, he just made, made out the form and gave it to me. And so, you know, I had my form and I found out I can get, I thought I had to be like 300 bucks. I can get it for like wow. 20 bucks. You know? oh, wow. So I'm going to have my card. Yeah. That's going to be cool. Cause I can get that's awesome. That's North awesome. Carolina, we don't have that in North Carolina yet. We, we, yeah, I guess we, we, yeah, Nebraska, Nebraska. Yeah, we don't got a big negative and all that here. Yeah. So, you guys are all in Nebraska? Nope. I'm in North Carolina. You live in Virginia. You're in Virginia. And all three states don't have it? No. no. Oh, I'm trying to move to Maryland where yeah. it is legal medically. Yeah. And so, I think, you know, you know, I've, you know we've considered. You know, just you know, just to be able to have that as an option, you know, like you know, like thinking about moving and you know, moving too for that for that reason. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Have you uh, have you ever heard of um, the movie on YouTube, um, uh, Illegally Alive? No. I've heard that. What's his name? Uh, uh, Colton. Colton, I believe, was his name. A young teenage boy tried every medication for Crohn's. Uh, was just dying every he got every um side effect from every medication and he got the worst every single time it was just horrible what this poor kid went through and so they they had to make decision to go across state lines and get, do this for him and everything and you know anyway now they're actually uh you know uh so cannabis is the only thing that's keeping this this boy alive he's not on any other medications either and they have they actually are, are raising money for uh for um, research on on cannabis for this purpose, I read his story. That's I what I want to do too. You know. Yeah, I read his story, but they have a movie out about him now. Because I read his story on a uh, a blog I was reading uh, about a Crohn's blog I was reading about about a year about a year year and a half ago. 
but I did never, I never knew they had a movie about it, but was it called yeah. Illegal yeah. Life? Illegally Alive. He illegal. says, I, I'd rather be illegally alive than legally dead. That's who, that's mm. his, that's what you he know they remind me of the story about, um, you know, Charlotte, Charlotte's Webb, the little girl who having all those, um, those seizures, grandma seizures, and her parents took her from the state they were to, I think Colorado, I could be wrong, and they right. made a screen of CBD, um, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, THC for her, for her right. seizures, and they decreased, so they wanted to call CPS on the parents because the parents took her out from where they were because she was uh, underage to give her, um, I think it was THC, I could be wrong. So I heard that story. similar stories. So I'm definitely look at illegally alive. I'm watching that probably illegally tomorrow. Alive. Yeah, it's like an hour long. It's excellent. They have lots of great, uh, you know, things about Crohn's. It's like you know, it's really educational. Cool. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing that. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, I think. Well, I think. Um, you know, well, well, I think it's about time to you know wrap things up here. A little, I think a little bit, but you know, I did. But um, you know, first, you know, first things first, Victoria. You know, thank you very, very, very much. You know, for you know, for your time today. You know, I I, I really appreciate it. And so we all do. Definitely, it's just so good to see if um be able to talk to you, um, verbally as we do now because we have a lot of interaction. I see in our inbox, and you're just such a sweet, beautiful mm. person. Like. Yes. I said, y'all know Victoria. I said, y'all y'all know Victoria. She was like, yeah, I know this. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm sorry if my zeal was too much right at first. I was like, no, oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. It's no, all good. You're fine. It's all good. It's all good. And so, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. You know, so, for everybody listening, you know, please, you know, please support Crohn's Veteran. We're very grateful for you know for your support. Uh, you can check us out at www.cronsveteran.com. Uh, our our podcast is on is on Anchor. It's on uh, Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Google Podcasts. Uh, you can subscribe to our, our YouTube channel, Crohn's Veteran. Mm -hmm. You can check out uh, CJ at you know at, at Chill Ghost on Twitch. Um, so you know, we're out here. You know we have, we have a Teespring store. Uh, we're gonna have some you know new stuff coming coming soon for the holiday season for that. So please check check us out and you know and uh, you know and support our brand. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, and again, Victoria. Thank you. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you. I love you guys. <laughs> we love you. We love you. <laughs> okay. right, Does she want to give her socials or anything if anybody wants to find her? Yeah, yeah, Victoria. Uh, tell the people uh, uh, where they you know, they want to um, you know, find if they want to find you. you know, how they can do that? Uh, so I'm uh, Instagram is uh, life underscore in underscore victory. I'm kind of play on my name. My name mm -hmm. is Victoria, and um, um, Facebook is Victoria Brown. Cool. Okay. Cool. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome guys. Hello, everybody, you heard and, that? Hit her up. You know, hit her up. You know, um, and uh, support Victoria and, and, and everything she's trying to do. And um, uh, you yeah. know, thank thank the people that commented. That was really awesome. I, I really appreciate. Exactly. That. Yep. You know. Exactly. Exactly. You know, we're trying to do more. You know, more more stuff around that. And so, um, you know, we definitely appreciate you know everybody engaging with us. You know, it's it's, it's why we do this. And so, thank you. yes, yes. Happy Veterans Day to Jordan and CJ. Right. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Thank you. Shamika said, try CBD too. I, I, yes, I have, and it, it really helps. It does. Yes. I need yes, it. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I need it. Yes. 
Thank you for coming. It was really nice meeting you. Bye-bye.